City Slam, back for another week. Welcome in. Sit on down at the 9-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. We're going to talk about Royal Rumble today, uh, which I watched yesterday, and I've got lots and lots of thoughts on, and I'm sure Mike has lots and lots of thoughts on, and our guest Trevor Outlaw is going to have lots and lots of thoughts on. Let's bring in Mike first. My friend, what did you think last night? Overall, a good show, but obviously you tweeted out something that I retweeted at Windy City Slam on Twitter. And yeah, I mean, that Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns match had a little bit of an interesting ending on that, but we'll it was get terrible. into that once. It was terrible. Yeah. L- listen, a couple of quick observations, and I'm sure we're going to jump into a lot more stuff, but right off the top of the show, a great match where Kevin Owens was better than Roman Reigns in it, and, and then it just gets muffed at the end. There were way too many spears. Like, my son was laughing sitting on the couch next to me. He's like, between Edge, Roman Reigns, and Goldberg, half of the Royal Rumble is just nonstop spearing. Like, when did a tackle become, like, this thing that everybody does? And he's 12, and he was making fun of it. All right? Uh, Handcuffs, go (laughs) online right now. I can buy a pair of trick handcuffs that you could just pop out of for $13.62 at a magic shop. Okay, and WWE made a billion dollars last week making a deal with Peacock and couldn't come up with handcuffs that worked properly. Uh, I thought the edge finish was great. There were other things that I wasn't too fond of, but overall, it finished on a high note. That was a cool thing. And uh, before we get to Trevor Outlaws waiting to, to jump on the show, he's our guest this week. What do you got for me? Yeah, a couple things real quick uh, before we get into Trevor and the Rumble. This coming weekend, we have Pow Entertainment returning Saturday night, February 6th. That'll be back at Rumpoles in Twin Lakes, Wisconsin. The featured match is Tyler Sullivan versus Pow champion Pauly Tomaselli. And also, Golly Lucha Libre airing Saturday night on LuchaTV.com. Those are our local events. And one other uh, item of note, local Independent wrestler Jake St. Patrick made his AEW Dark debut last week against Powerhouse Hobbs, and he gets an opportunity to return this week, and he'll be facing Dark Order's number 10, who's known as Preston Vance, on this week's show. Now, that show airs on YouTube Tuesday nights at 6 o'clock, and St. Patrick has worked for promotions locally such as PRW, Chicago Style Wrestling, GPW, and Southland Championship Wrestling, among others. So uh, big thumbs up for Jake St. Patrick getting his opportunity with AEW. We had him on once before. I mean, he was okay. I'm hoping for a better performance this time around. Trevor Outlaw, yours rudely, joins us on the phone line. Trevor, how are you? Hold on. That's the kind of introduction you're going to give me when I'm your biggest ratings draw? He's going to say he's okay. You know, I was doing all right, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little, uh, I'm a little peeved now. Way to start this one off on a bad note. I, I don't. I mean, I just felt like I was being honest with the listeners, and I, I have high hopes for you during this interview. That's all I'm saying. I have, uh, I have very high hopes for you. I, I'm glad that we have something to talk about because how many times can you shoot yourself in the crotch with a with a a, a gun of some sorts that shoot, <laughs> you shoots out confetti? How many times can you do that to be relevant? So we wanted to have something else to talk with you about today. So we went with the Royal Rumble. So I think we have good things planned for the next 30 minutes here on Windy City. Are you better? There is more um, crotch shooting, but we'll get to that in just a second. Um, 
Trevor worked the GCW Fight Forever show last weekend, and I'll explain this real quick. It was a 24-hour block of live wrestling, which raised funds for independent wrestlers whose schedules have been limited during this pandemic. And now Trevor was part of a match for Freelance Wrestling and Freelance Underground's one-hour block. And in this three-way match, unfortunately, Davey Bang defeated Trevor and Jacob Dean in a battle of prize Freelance Academy students. But during the match itself, and I'll describe it, and Trevor, you stop me if, uh, if I go amiss here. During the match, Trevor introduced a mini confetti cannon into the ring, but Jacob Dean knocked it out of his hands and into Bang's hands. Bang then proceeded to shoot him in the groin with it, but Trevor, the thinking man's wrestler, was unaffected as he brandished a protective cup from his tights. That's sweet. <laughs> that was a that's a that's a nice move, right? There. I got to give you credit on that one. As you should. Fool me once, uh, shame on you. Fool me uh, twice, shame on me. And at least you didn't get fooled the second time there, and you're protecting your boys. Good for you. Yeah, you know what? It was, uh, it's one of those things that, you know, I came into this match a lot more prepared than I was for the last one. I knew what the stakes were going into this match. Um, You know, I had full intentions of of exposing Davey Bang and Jacob Dean, or as I like to call them, Bang Boy and Meathead. Uh, exposing them for the true derelicts that they are. And, you know, Meathead Jacob has to get in my way again. I mean, I'm, I'm getting so sick of this kid. He's been in, I've, half the matches I've had, I've had to wrestle either with him or against him. And every time, it's, it's, it's nothing but an annoyance out of these two. And, you know, no matter what way you roll the dice, we were the main event of that time block. Or rather, hold on, I'm the main event of that time block. If it wasn't for that, that incident back in October, Neither of those two would have been in that position. And even though even though I lost, um, I'm still the star of the Academy, no matter which way you roll it. So you're kind of milking this whole uh confetti cannon to the to the nuts thing. Like how long you think you can uh can stretch this out? Is this uh is this a six month storyline? Is this a three year storyline? Like like how many times can we go to the well? You know, hopefully the next time I pull it out I actually uh, am successful with using it against my opponent, but the way I see it, you know, this, uh, it's made a star out of me. And if, if this is, you know, if hitting people in the nuts with a confetti cannon gun is what it takes for me to get the opportunities that I deserve to show these fools that I'm, I'm better than them, um, then so be it. You know, I, it's, it's when, when you catch lightning in a bottle, you kind of have to ride with it because otherwise, you know, we're, we're in a very saturated and oversaturated market with all, all these other wrestlers out there. You've got to do something that stands out. I know that I should be in the main event of every show that I'm on. I know that I can go with anybody that you put me in the ring with. But you've got to do stupid things to get over. And, you know, all these derelicts watching like to see the pain at my expense of me getting hit with the confetti cannon. Eventually, I'm going to turn it around and hit someone else. But, you know, once... Uh, once these companies start giving me the spotlight that I really deserve, maybe I can ditch this stupid thing and show all these fools what a rock star really is. Well, Jordan Cross, a guest we had on our show a few weeks ago, uh, took a little issue with your confetti cannon deal. Uh, he said he got hit in the face at Warrior Wrestling from Fight the Clown. It was a total cheap shot. And uh, he also said his show would get better uh, downloads than your show. What do you got to say about that? What's your rebuttal to our young Jordan Cross? Well, the proof's in the pudding because, uh, you know, the downloads were not as good as mine. Uh, even if he thinks that they are, I, I want to recount because I don't believe it. And, uh, you know, I'm sure he might have, you know, him getting in the face, that's, look, Frank the Clown did him a favor. He was pretty ugly to begin with. So, I mean, if anything, Frank did him a favor, prettying him up a little bit with that confetti. But, I mean, you know, 
Jordan, you can take my, you can try to steal my spotlight all you want, buddy. But you know, maybe somebody will book us to wrestle against each other, and I'll, and I'll teach you how to be a star. You know. <laughs> all right, uh, back to uh, GCW real quick. Uh, Davy obviously snuck out the win after Jacob Dean got in your way. Davy hits the flood splash, pins you for the three count, and then oh, real quick, I want to mention the other two matches. We had Storm Grayson defeating the one man dynasty, Darius Latrell. Now, Darius is a, a friend of mine. I've known him for 10 years uh, since he played boots at UIC. I love his character. Uh, Storm Grayson is totally jacked now. He's he's really looking good. And then in the other match, it was another six-man, uh, I'm sorry, another triple threat three-way match. It was August Matthews defeating Angel Escalera and uh, Cora Hernandez. So really, really strong hour, and I really, really enjoyed the three-way with, with Trevor, Davey, and Jacob Dean. They really are probably the three youngest rising stars at Freelance Academy, so uh, thumbs up to you guys for that match. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely at a second and third place behind me, obviously, um, but, you know, it's, it is what it is. You know, now that, uh, I don't know when the next Freelance show is going to be, but if you look at, you look at how the, the landscape has changed, there's a lot of people that are gone. A lot of people are off to greener pastures or aren't even wrestling anymore, you know. I I see that open, and I've said it since the minute that I walked into that academy the first day, I'm going to be the top dog in this place one day. And, uh, you know, now that those spots are opening up, everybody that has been around and that's still there, like, they better take notice because, you know, you guys can think I'm just some some jackass walking around in cheetah print tights, but I'll punch you right in the mouth if you don't believe me, so... Yeah, speaking of openings, Trevor, uh, Elena Black, uh, now known as Cora Jade, recently signed with NXT and, deb and debuted in the Women's Dusty Cup. Seeing her sign with the big company, what does that tell you about what your chances are in getting to do the same down the line? Well, you know, everybody's got a different path, but it's, uh, it, I mean, it just goes to show as, as much as I despise a lot of these people that I train with, uh, you know, it, there's, no, uh, there's no doubt that Freelance Wrestling Academy creates top-notch athletes. Um, you know, we all wrestle different. We all are very different individuals. And to see to see her, you know, rise up to the ranks as quickly as she was, uh, it's cool. You know, I, I, I saw her as the, as the person that when Freelance came back, that was the one that had a target on their back in my eyes that, you know, she was the top She was the top one out of the academy to represent. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm bummed that I won't get an opportunity to wrestle with her until, you know, who knows when, if that ever happens. But I'm... It's, it's always a good thing to see somebody that you come up with get signed because that just shows, you know, it, it shows to how good the area is around you. Now, have you expanded your travels a bit late last year? Uh, in addition to the freelances, uh, you also added Zello Pro and Warrior Wrestling to the local promotions you've worked with. Um, what else do you have up your sleeve and uh, are you going to try to travel more? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I can't make an announcement as to what I'm going to be doing yet. Uh, but I will be venturing out somewhere new in the next few months here. Um, you know, I'm looking to expand my training to other places outside of just freelance, I mean, other promotions and whatnot as well. But, you know, as the world slowly starts to open up again, um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to try to sink my teeth into any opportunity that comes my way. But, you know, I, I've, uh, I've spoken with my trainers and I think I'm at the point now where, you know, I've, I've caused a lot of trouble at the academy. Um, and as much as I've learned, you know, are they, they're, they're allowing me to stay there and train, you know, given I don't pick any more fights, um, but I will be expanding my training to other locations as well. So, you know, just, it's always a good thing to learn from as many different minds as you can. You know, that was something that Kylie did when she was training. 
Um, you know, when she when she was training at the school, that was something that she encouraged to me as well. So, you know, I think I think it'll be a good a good little break between everybody. That's very interesting. Hey, Chris, um, do you have anything else for Trevor before we uh, head on to the Royal Rumble? I, I, I'm sorry. I, I was busy playing a game here on my computer. Yeah, sure. We can keep talking. Oh, this how, guy. how professional. How professional. We keep talking. It's fine. You invite me out of this show and you're going to sit on your computer and play solitaire. I hope you lost. Listen, it was, uh, it was uh, risk. Right now I'm uh, about to take over uh, the Asian continent. So uh, I'm doing uh. pretty well. I, you know, I'm kind of I'm handling things. Let me ask you a question. Uh, you watched Royal Rumble last night. You retweeted the finish with uh, Edge celebrating and staring at the WrestleMania sign, ready to go. And you seem like you, by retweeting that, you're excited about the finish of that match. Uh, what did you think? I was pretty stoked on it. You know, um, it was a long match. I mean, Edge coming in at one was was pretty cool. I had a feeling he was going to make it pretty far, and like he was my pick to win kind of the whole time. So to see. See a story like that. I mean, Edge is, you know, the epitome of, you know, everybody hated him back in the day. You know, I hated him as a kid. And uh, I look at, you know, I look at his career path of, you know, he, he had to step away. But then being able that comeback story, it's just it's such a good story. You know, like he, he, he worked so hard and made it back to the top. And, and the biggest thing for me, the biggest thing that popped me was everybody does the same cliche point to the sign. He's throwing up rock on and he's like doing his own thing at the sign uh, I just thought that was a great finish I was super stoked on Bianca winning as well I didn't I didn't expect it because I mean she's getting thrown out of the ring every every other minute by everybody that they get the chance to you know when you're in match situations like that in rumble matches like the more time that you're in there even though you're not doing as many moves with one person that still takes you out like that takes a lot of fatigue out of you so like you know seeing her inching closer and closer to getting knocked out um, each time was it was crazy, you know. I think her and Rhea being the last two in there really showed that, like the women, the women's division is going to continue to progress and continue to put an emphasis on their future. Yeah, I kept thinking Rhea Ripley was going to win that one. Just the way it was going, it just to me, yeah. like I was, I was sitting with my kid and we're sitting there watching it, and we were both like, "She's going to win this." Like it was almost like it felt like it was being set up that way. And I always feel like when people are getting thrown and hanging off the side of the ring a lot. That's a lot of times where something could go wrong and alters oh, how the thing is going to finish. So I never believe that somebody who's constantly getting thrown out and making these acrobatic moves to get back in is actually the person that's going to end up winning it at the end because one little slip up and everything changes in that kind of a match, right? Like Naomi. Most definitely. I didn't expect them to have, uh, you know, the people that did win last as long. I mean, I, you know, when Bianca came out at three, I was like, I don't know, like, I don't know if she's going to make it. Like, at that point, I was kind of thinking they were going to put, you know, I thought Rhea was the freshest one that was going to be able to make the most out of that chance. And, uh, you know, I'm happy to see Bianca one, especially, like, you know, she was somebody that people doubted since day one. Like, I'm, I'm big on those stories, you know. I don't care. I don't care who all the fans love. Like, I, what I care about is, like, what, what gets my respect from another wrestler is if, if all these fans are constantly trying to bring you down, similar to, like, how you're trying to bring me down earlier with your terrible introduction – um, you know, they rise above that and they, and they still succeed despite what anybody else says or does. And like, for me, proving somebody wrong and, and more, is more satisfying than anything. And it's not the, oh, I did it. That, that makes it so sweet. It's just pissing somebody off and ruining it somebody's day when they know you. That's, that's the icing on the cake for me. Right? How much of a mess did you feel it was at the end of the Reigns-Owens match? 
because that that was so uncomfortable to watch. That was it was it was brutal to watch how it. it, it I mean, I could buy a pair of uh, trick handcuffs for fourteen bucks online. I I don't understand how you get to the end of a match like that and you. It was clear that was completely muffed at the end. I mean, the ref just stopped counting. They had to move the camera off him. It was goofy. I mean, what were your feeling, feelings at the end of that match? I don't know, man. I mean, as as someone who's been a victim to bad camera angles, um, you know, especially this weekend, you know, they cut they cut from our cam to my to my star making moment. Um, you know, I, when they cut, you know, how do we not know? Maybe Roman did get up to one of his feet. You know, I I would still like to think. I mean, I'm not happy with how it went. I feel like they should have just kept counting and like if he couldn't get up, then like you know he couldn't get up. But yeah, fix it on Raw if you if that's really what you want. Then finish. Yeah, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns gets special treatment. Yeah, I mean, you 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 got plenty of time to to make that you know to change that up. I mean, it wouldn't have been the end of the world. I I just thought that that was uh it was it was weird to me. I didn't. It took away from me from a great performance. And I'm going to tell you something right now. I I've always liked Kevin Owens. But watching he was he was stole the entire show of that match. I mean it Reigns is in a Reigns is a pretty good wrestler, but Kevin Owens was the real deal out there. I mean, in, in my opinion, he might have been the best performer of the entire night. Oh yeah. I mean Reigns is the top dog, but you know, I I agree with you. I, you know, surprisingly, well, I'm kind of I'm kind of thrown off by this and I actually agree with you on something. But um, you know, Kevin is a top dog, and I think I think he kind of gotten screwed over out of his chance. You know, he when Roman was down, like he needed that time to recover. He was getting the hell beaten out of him. And then he's probably looking up confused, like what the hell is going on? And then Roman finally gets out after the ref stops counting and gives him all this extra special treatment. And then he gets caught with the guillotine and gets knocked out. Like it sucks. You know, I think I've been on, I've been in that situation where the ref gets in the way of things going on. And it's like, it's so frustrating because you think people are going to call things down the middle and then crap like that happens, and then it pisses off the fans. It pisses off the athletes involved, and I feel like I feel like that issue between them is not resolved. I mean, these two have put each other through hell, and it still doesn't feel like there's a concrete finish to this because Kevin got robbed. I think I can see Kevin Owens uh, getting another championship run at some point, even if it's not within the next few weeks or few months. His performances against Roman the last you know two to three months in these matches. Have, have been absolutely amazing. I, I love what the work he's done. He's just killing himself. He's throwing his body around everywhere. I think that guy definitely deserves a push with a major championship very, very soon. Great points, Trevor. Um, also, all my, all my points are great points. Are they? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Something else that I really like in the women's rumble, uh, very close to my heart, surprise entry, Victoria. Who will be 50 years old in, I believe, about a week. Lisa oh, that's wild. Varen. Yeah, she made an appearance in the Rumble. And now she has an, a history in Chicago, too. Uh, she spent a few years living here. Um, she ran the Squared Circle restaurant uh, in the Lincoln Park area, which was a great hangout for wrestling fans. I was there several times to watch uh, Monday Night Raw or uh, a, paper, a Raw after party things like that. And she would come on, just mingle with, with fans, mingle with patrons. She was awesome. I got to know her a little bit over those years. And I was so glad that WWE gave her another shot. It may be her last shot that she ever has because she actually did retire from the business a couple of years ago, but mm -hmm. great to see Victoria last night. Your takes on that guys. 
I think it was cool to have her back. I honestly, you know, obviously with COVID going on, um, you can't get the same amount of legends that you normally do in the same caliber of reaction that you would normally get. But I mean, I think across both Rumbles, all of the, the legend entrants were great. Um, you know, Victoria came out and had a pretty good showing. When she got knocked out by, by Shane, I mean, she took a pretty nasty spill. But I mean, she's tough. She's been in this business for as long as she has. I think she'll, mm -hmm. you know, she'll be able to get up and, and brush the dirt off her shoulder. But she should be proud of herself for being able to come back and do that. Because, you know, it's, it's, it ain't easy. Especially when you, when you haven't wrestled in such a long time. Like, that's not easy. It's not an easy task. I felt the same way about that because of the pandemic. They probably couldn't get everybody they would have liked to have thrown in there, you know? Like some yeah. of the some of the people that were showing up and it was supposed to be, oh, here's the surprise entrance, uh, wasn't they weren't the real exciting names. Like I, I didn't have a lot of like, oh, this person's back reactions to I lost my to, mind for Carlito. Yeah, well that was kind of cool. Yes, I didn't me expect too. that at all. He looks great. He looks like I mean, do you think he's gonna be now with the company for a while? Like was that a one off or you think he's gonna be in there for a while? I don't know. What do I look like? I got some kind of crystal ball or something. That'd be cool, though. <laughs> we, I had, just, I, we had you on the show to talk about the rum. I'm just asking your opinion. Man, uh, you're very yeah, yeah. testy. Yeah, because you're, you're you're trying to ask me all these insider questions as if I'm like working for them. Like, hey, no, look, I'm, 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 I know. I'm, listen, no, I know no, you don't. I know you're you don't work trouble. for them. It's very your, obvious your, you don't work for your WWE. Your professionalism is going to get me in trouble here, and I'll tell you what. I want to see Carlito sticking around. If he doesn't stick around, you're going to be the person I blame for this because it's going to be your fault. How would it be my fault? It's your fault. No, because I said so. That's why. You know, th there's a reason why people shoot you in the nuts with a confetti cannon. This oh, is, you better be. You get you other people's skin and they you get aggravated with you. You're next. You're next. Whatever. I, yeah. watched, I watched some pop singer that I, I've never heard of do a do a frog splash off a top rope during the rumble that made absolutely no sense to me whatsoever being involved. If he can do that, I'm pretty sure I could shoot you in the nuts with a confetti cannon. All yeah, right? on your back. You wish you could. You know, I know Bad Bunny, and I'm going to tell him that you said that. You know Bad Bunny? And, hey, you know I, bad yeah, bunny. I do. No, yeah, I do. No, yeah, we're, no. we're friends. We uh, go way back. <laughs> you don't know. But I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell him that I was on this extremely unprofessional interview this afternoon that <laughs> – you're just coming out here and now you're dissing, you're dissing him. You're dissing my credentials and you're trying to come at me. Like I'm your guest. You should be treating me like a rock star. You should be treating me like a king. And this is how I get treated. Shame on you. Shame on you. Shame on you. <laughs> yeah, this, well, here's my, this is a great, uh, this is a great idea, moment. Mike. This is a great idea. When you came to me with this Mike, one, this Mike, is a great idea. How do you deal with this guy? This is a great idea. This guy. Man, I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a crazy dude. I'm a, I'm a crazy dude. <laughs> I, all I do is ask the guy a question. I go, hey, what do you think of this? And he loses his mind over you're the whole thing. You're burying Bad Bunny. Of course you're a crazy dude. What are you talking about? Come on, Bad Bunny. I, I've never you need, heard you of need Bad help. Bunny. You need help. You should, you, should, you should talk to somebody about this. Not me, because I don't want to help you, but someone who will show you the right ways of loving Bad Bunny. Do you have any other questions for this guy, Mike? I mean, honestly, uh, is there something I, else you I want do. to ask him? Um, really? I do, okay. but I have to uh, kind of uh, bear my soul for just a quick second here. Uh, all right. Admit admit that I was wrong uh, last week I said that I guaranteed that Tessa Blanchard was going to show up but she did not and I was very disappointed and uh, I was wrong and um, here's the thing that got me uh, going the number four entry came out and I heard the music I'm like is that Tessa but and then it was Billy Kay and I'm like uh, so no Tessa Blanchard and to those listening I apologize for my incorrect <laughs> prognostication Okay, do do did we need Trevor for that? I mean, he's not going to comment on it. He doesn't even he doesn't even want to comment on things that we ask him. So I mean, 
I mean, that's whoa, just, whoa, whoa. I've know. answered all your questions here, Pat. Really? You're the one that's getting all hot and bothered here. I'm perfectly calm. And back to the Rumble, uh, Drew McIntyre goes over Goldberg. He defeats him, retains the WWE Championship. It wasn't a long match. A uh, couple of claymores, a couple of spears. It was, I, in my mind, just a great feather in the cap for Drew. He, now he can say he just beat Lesnar and Goldberg within the year. And I think even before this match, but I think even now, he's cemented as a top guy in WWE and deserves his spot. Your guys' thoughts on, on Drew McIntyre? Well, I'm trying to figure out a way to ask this question so that we can involve Trevor. So how about I phrase my question like this? Uh, Mr. O- Mr. Outlaw, how long do you think you would last with either one of these guys? Is it over or under 15 seconds? Well, you're just really asking for it, huh? You're just really... I think I, I think over. Honestly, over? put me in there really? with Goldberg. Yeah, put, put me in there with Goldberg. He's like 80 years old, bro. I'll, I'll take him out. I don't care. Confetti can. Yeah, Drew's got his sword, but like I got a confetti cannon. Bro. Right, right. They're exactly the same, and and they both. They are exactly the same. Mine's actually. They're not the same. No, they're not the same. Mine's better. Let's be realistic here. Come on now. <laughs> All right. Well, something funny to you. This has been a this has been a, a fun fun show. I have uh, mm-hmm. thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you had fun because this has been one of the worst experiences of my life. I mean, I I I would say look forward to talking to you again, but. Um, I, I, it'd be a lie. Uh, it, it's really nice of you to, um, take, you need a new take time out of your really busy <laughs> schedule of whatever it is you do. And, uh, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll talk soon. Uh, Trevor, uh, good luck and, and keep wearing that protective cup. I actually have one yeah. more thing for Trevor. Really? What's up? Oh. I'll give, I'll, I'll give you the time of day. I got you. Yeah. Once again, uh, Trevor, just go ahead and promote your social media where fans can find you. And if there fans. is any, sh- well, there are any shows coming up in the next few months that you can reveal. Yeah. So, um, you know, the social media is, it's all at the Trevor outlaw, uh, pro wrestling slash Trevor outlaw. You can buy some shirts there. Probably going to take some down, put some new ones up. I don't know. Depends on how I'm feeling. Um, other than that, yeah, there will be, uh, an AWF from over in Minnesota. There's going to be a television taping coming out within the next coming months. Um, I got to wrestle there recently and that should be coming out. Um, I will keep you guys, well, Mike, I'll keep you personally in the loop because, you know, you're going to want to make a big announcement, um, when I am able to say where I'm going to be, where I'm going to be going and spending some time. But, uh, other than that, that's all I got. You know, I, I, I live a rather busy, busy lifestyle, so I'll probably, uh, you know, go back to taking the care of the things that I need to. And I need to wash my palate from this, this horrendous, horrendous interview that you guys are, I can't even finish what I'm saying. I'm so upset. Shame on you guys. This is the type of sloppy shop you run. Shame on you both. Hey, Trevor, I just wanted to let you in. Um, I don't want to hear just, it. No, no, no. I no, just no. conquer the world in risk. In the in the time that it took to interview you, I won a game of risk. So I'm uh, pretty pumped about my online game I was oh. going uh, thanks you know, so much for, for uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure I am <laughs> with the aim of this guy. He'll just shoot himself in the nuts. All right. So, uh, that's Trevor outlaw. He was on the show, big whoop, and uh, I'm sure it'll bring in huge numbers. Oh, it will. <laughs> All right. Let's hit the applause button. And thank you very much to Trevor. All right. We're going to, we're going to disconnect from this guy. Finish up the show here, Mike. What do we got next week? Yes, uh, we keep rolling with the special guests. And for the first time on the Windy City Slam podcast, very, very excited to have a little bit of a different type of guest. Local referee, Two Count Lou Tufano, will be joining us. That's it, Windy City Slam. You can check this one out on demand whenever you want to, I guess. 
I mean, if you're into if you're into Trevor Outlaw, uh, you can check it out on demand. I'm sure his mother will listen to it. Maybe I don't know. We're found everywhere. Podcasts can be found, and always at windycityslam.com. Bye bye, everybody. Just screaming, curse my name.